lights start a blank and those handcuffs click. You know who to call and you better call quick. Saul, Saul, you better call Saul. You fight for your rights when your back's to the wall. Stick it to the man, just a straw. You better call Saul. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Breaking Goodman, a Better Call Saul podcast. I'm the host, Mike Marbach. And if you could, introduce yourselves. It's a free-for-all. I'm Samantha Russell. <laughs> this is uh, Michael Henley, but you can call me uh, on the edge of my seat, so I should probably scooch back because, you know, that's dangerous. I'll be okay. And it's me, Brian Craig. I was waiting till everyone else left. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I knew was that's wondering, you do, you do uh, look like you had chicken. a standoff a little bit there. <laughs> I knew that's what was happening, and I was ready to – I was – so close to jumping in to interrupt you, Brian. Um, but that's it. I didn't. Yeah. And that's it. All right. So we're here to cover uh, Better Call Saul season five, episode nine, titled Bad Choice Road. That's what it was, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, before that, some bits of business as we always start things. If you enjoy the podcast, go to iTunes and rate and review us. If you do that, we're going to pick some, uh, pick a winner. From those reviews, those written reviews, you have to write something nice. Nah, it doesn't have to be nice. Uh, if you hate the podcast, you're still in the running. Um, especially yeah. if you took the time to say so. Just don't make it too <laughs> mean. how offended they are. Yeah. Uh, and we will pick a winner from the new batch of reviews and announce a winner at the follow-up episode to the season finale. Uh, so in the episode, which is either going to be our season-ending awards show for our look back episode, we will announce a winner for a Better Call Saul shirt or hat or something other, some other item that is Better Call Saul related. We are also going to do a live episode uh, that is on Tuesday, April 21st at 7 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. It is a free show on Zoom, so all you have to do is download Zoom to your portable device or your computer. And you can watch us and interact with us, ask us questions, uh, take an online poll that I might put together on different questions, uh, different fun things, uh, including uh, just watching how awkward I can be as a host in person, so to speak. (laughs) Yeah, what really sweetening the pot. Uh, So go to watercooler.com for information on that, or just check out the episode notes of this podcast as you are listening to it. All right. Bits of business out of the way. Pretty great episode. Maybe one of my favorite episodes of the series, definitely of the season. Mm -hmm. So I want to hear what y'all thought. I guess that was my first impression. Um, So Brian, what are your first impressions? I mean, I love this show. I'm a big fan of the show. Uh, And the thing I love most about these Vince Gilligan shows is how, for whatever reason, every penultimate episode of every season of Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul uh, have been terrific. Like, they just swing for the fences on the second to last episode every every season, and they knock it out of the park. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah. Sam? I had um, the opposite feeling of last week, where I felt like it felt too long. And this episode was longer than last week. And every moment was intense and purposeful. And I seriously just like, it could just be my emotional state. But that that final scene, I almost like broke out into tears when nothing was happening. Because I was just so worked up that I just didn't know what to do with myself. This this was a fabulous episode. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, Michael. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't say it better myself than what's already been said. In fact, I feel kind of guilty if only because I feel like I peaked early. Like I really loved last week's episode. Um, you know, I I I, I think I was I, I kind of ran hottest on that last week's episode uh, for all of us here. Um, and part of the reason I loved it is I love when a show can just kind of kind of uh, do a bit of a concept episode like that. You know, which is just I, I love when a show shows its own versatility and just be like and 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 just kind of has the confidence. Just we're going to do an entire episode that's just Mike and Saul in the middle of the desert. Yeah. Um, and you know, and and all that stuff that we talked about last week, I loved. But this. This was the real stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, friends. This was really, really, really good. Um, no, I just loved everything about this episode. I loved the pacing. I loved the feel of things very inexorably kind of drawing to a conclusion you really don't want to see. Uh, it has a sense of dread to it, yeah. which is something that's hard to quantify. I just know it when I see it or feel it, and I mm-hmm. felt it very much here. And that last... That final scene, which we'll get to, obviously, but it's the kind of thing where it was so suspenseful and so mm-hmm. well done. It's the kind of thing that it felt like it lasted forever, but also if you told me it was only two minutes long, I would believe you. Yeah. Because it, it, it felt like it existed outside of time uh, <laughs> in terms of how well it moved. Um, yeah. Just wonderful episode. Wonderful episode. Yeah. Yeah, it really was. Uh, and like you said, Michael, I think that nothing illustrates the versatility of this show than the way that episode eight and nine have. Um, uh, It's just been so like the one was so action packed. This one was just tension Mm -hmm. basically throughout and seeing how they seeing the aftermath, uh, seeing both those characters deal with what happened in, in episode uh, episode eight. Um, It didn't have, a major event uh, like some of the episode nines can, um, but it still had just as much impact uh, on the overall storyline. So it's really setting us up for, I would, I would assume a pretty big uh, final, final Mm -hmm. episode of this, of this season. Uh, Yeah. 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 And I, I, I feel like for, it had a major, had, a, had at least one like major set piece in it. And usually when a show thinks about its own set pieces, it's very just like, well, we're going to be a bit like last week with the, the, like the, with the, the, the car flipping over and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And this episode's idea of a set piece is basically three people in a room and it's the most tense thing you've ever seen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And the way that they build it up with three and a half, three their, and a half people. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Three right. and a half. Yeah. Um, the way that they, built up that suspense from when Kim comes home and the phone call, he's ignored, like all of that stuff. It yeah. just works so well. All yeah. right. So let's go back to the beginning. Cold open. Uh, <laughs> this is, this is a little tag end to episode, uh, episode eight in a way. Uh, mm-hmm. They are still in the desert. It's a split screen that is more or less a callback to, it was last season or the previous it was season? Last season. Last season. Was, yeah. yeah. It's the same song too, right? It's the same stupid. song. Yeah. Yeah. We're seeing. I loved. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're seeing both characters, uh, Jimmy and Kim, uh, split screen going through their day. Uh, Kim, but now they're dealing with, Kim's dealing with where the hell is Jimmy? Jimmy's dealing with how the F do I get out of this? Can I get a signal? Uh, and we're mirroring different things. Uh, Kim's looking at her fish. Jimmy's looking at a snake. 
Uh, Kim <laughs> is drinking clean water. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's drinking drink. his own piss. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then he finally gets a signal and uh, calls Kim. Picks up. It's me. I'm okay. And then a blackout, but not before huge, huge breath before she does the the hello. Um, And it's me. She sits on the couch and just, because I guess she's trying to be tough, you know, (laughs) trying to be that, be that rock, which she, she can be. But then as soon as she kind of hears his voice, just loses it. Yeah. Well, as soon as she hears him say, I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because she was still holding it. It could have been a number of things. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a second hand anymore. (laughs) He's going to be all right. (laughs) Yeah. No one's making me say this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So it's a, I don't know, pretty, pretty sweet code open for us. Yeah. 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 Well performed too, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's well. a lot of there's a lot of scenes in this one, and, and I think also there was last week where there's just kind of silence, mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. just being, and that like that beginning part was like that too. Yeah, we're seeing a lot of people process process information. Yeah, yeah, uh, and doing it really, really well. I think it was Michael. You just said uh, just like the acting was yeah. pretty great. Yeah, pretty great throughout. Yep. Yeah, um, Reese Horn's reaction on the phone is is really something. Mm-hmm. But also, I mean, you know, uh, but but everyone, Odenkirk and um, and uh, guy who plays Mike. I'm sorry, <laughs> uh, Jonathan Banks. Jonathan Banks. Um, <laughs> just the you know, and last week was just tour de force in terms of like if, if you're a fan of scenes of like dehydrated leathery people walking through the desert <laughs> and looking more and more like they want to die then like you know that was a treasure trove but yeah mm-hmm. this also some of that as well and that's that 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 that, that is harder than it looks to do i think to do yeah. it convincingly mm-hmm. uh, I, like, I have to give a yeah. i'm sorry finish up oh, i was supposed to say i and i, I like the how quickly we kind of moved on from that um, cause I liked the, without it feeling cheap, I, I, I liked the way how quickly it's a very, very short cold open. It's maybe like two minutes yeah. and it's mostly dialogue free. It's the split screen. It's the song. And then we get Jimmy calling Kim and saying, I'm okay. And she breaks down on the sofa a little bit and then that's it. And I really liked that kind of finality to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we have to give a, a shout out to someone that tweeted at us, uh, at Rory Pond. Uh, who sent us a video of Kim, Kim Wexler, uh, uh, talking as her human self, not in character, uh, <laughs> and pronounces her name, Ray. Ray. Ray Seahorn. Oh. Uh, so they... Uh, embarrassing. Yeah. Oh. So, so at Rory Pond, uh, we appreciate your... Your wow, correction. Thank you for correcting us. How embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, this will be the final episode of Breaking Goodman. <laughs> uh, please. I'm not sure if I'm going to buy. I'm not buying her. <laughs> how does she actually know how to pronounce her yeah, name? I, I mean, oh, can God. we speak to an expert here? I mean, <laughs> the real heartbreaking thing is she's been listening the whole time. Yeah. How great would it be if I had the means Never. to bring her into this call right now that would be oh my gosh i would like i would assholes. curl under my bed you dumb idiots <laughs> it's me rahia <laughs> seahorn 
All right. So, yeah. You know how you love me? Well, I have nothing but contempt for you. Ray Seahorn. <laughs> wow. So we go to the. That doesn't surprise me in the least. <laughs> I mean, it's fair. Why would anyone like us? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we go to the Alejo Travel Center where we see Mike and Jimmy in brand spanking new Travel Center clothes. Oh, man. <laughs> This reminded me of the Breaking Bad when they're wearing the Kenny Rogers shirt. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It also, it's got a little bit of that scene in Pulp Fiction where, yes. uh, yeah. you know, sure. where they have to, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The sight of Mike in flip-flops is something I never thought I would ever <laughs> see, but I'm so glad we saw it. Yeah. yeah. Mike has is sporting a Land of Enchantment shirt. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy is wearing a These Colors Won't Run shirt. <laughs> yeah. Or These Colors Aren't Running shirt. No, or is it aren't running or don't run? Uh, was... These colors aren't running, I think, or oh. running. Wow. Uh, that was an active verb. Yeah, <laughs> pretty sure it was. Uh, I guess we can count on our, going on our followers to correct us uh, on what the shirt said. Uh, so if you saw something different, we'll hear from them. Uh, yeah, so they are just kind of getting cleaned up and really sucking down some, uh, some liquids now that don't belong to them. Uh, or did that they didn't produce? So that's nice. Yeah, uh, I see I'm like, I actually they okay. purchased them. They had <laughs> yeah. seven million dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that would have been funny too. Uh, if Layla was like, "You're 98 cents short." <laughs> <laughs> well, we were really thirsty. We had to walk through the. I, well, I mean, I. I mean, I was really thirsty. <laughs> Be- because everything goes back to the Simpsons. I know it's food, not water, but it just made me think of. Give me 700 crusty burgers. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah. You go flash fry a buffalo in 30 seconds. 30 seconds. 30 seconds, but, but I, I want it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, Mike is talking to uh, Tyrus or was it Victor on the phone? And or it might have been Victor, talking to I Gus. Think. Yeah. They were talking um, to Gus. Yeah. Yeah. And just talking about the what they're going to do. They're going to clean everything up. Uh, nobody's been down that road and they're going to clean up the shootout scene like it never happened. Surpro. Uh-huh. Like it never happened. Uh, he even says that, like it never happened, uh, except for the one guy, because he could be in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, so, they weren't. I don't think they were quite sure where that happened. Yeah, and tells Jimmy on the car ride, "Don't go to sleep yet. We got to work on our story." All right, <laughs> fine, let's do it. Okay, I'm gonna sleep so hard. And we go straight to the uh, just about straight to the the bonds office. Yeah. And Jimmy arrives with those those bags. Oh God, poor Jimmy's shoulders. Yeah, man. Oh yeah. Poor Jimmy's shoulders. Gonna be rough. Yeah, uh, seven million dollars. That's gotta be heavy. Yeah. Uh Jorge de Guzman. Typing, typing, typing. Yeah, that's right. And uh have it right here. Pachunk puts the one bag down, puts the other bag down, and then it's a uh, a cut to money counting, other people in the, several people in there doing the counting, other people in the office, um, one of the- Prosecutor yeah. comes in, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What in the fuck? Seven million dollars. Mm-hmm. Your client has seven million dollars in cash? Who is your client? Uh, Jorge de Guzman. She yeah. just kind of goes, mm, let's go look into this. Yeah. Where'd he get it? <laughs> uh, it's not my business to ask where my client gets his money. Uh, something along those lines. 
Um, Look, I'm just saying, if they didn't want the situation, maybe they shouldn't have set the bail so high. Right. Yeah. Maybe they asking should have set it for, for seven million dollars cash. You asked for it. You yeah. got it. What, you, what is the problem? You literally asked for it. <laughs> if you didn't want him to have bail, you say there's no bail. Yeah. Right? Isn't that That's how the thing? Yeah, yeah, you absolutely can do that. Yeah. Don't just set it sky high. I know it's a, a thing that courts do, but don't don't fuck with us. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, because That's if they cool. do it, then they're going to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, you get $7 million, court system. I was wondering about that. I wish I had time to research, like, how does that work? In ter- was that pure revenue, or where does that go? Because Yeah, I mean, see, I wasn't yeah. sure either, because that that's written down as my winner, and then I'm going, <laughs> but I don't know how this works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so if I understand correctly, and I could be wrong, it it's, it's like a, a chip. You're putting your chip in to get out, and then in order to get your money back, you have to show up in court. So he's not showing oh. up in court, so they still are so, getting yeah, the they're, yeah, yeah. But no, normally it wouldn't be revenue. Okay. But okay. They're, they're, he's leaving it on the table. It's a collateral. Yes. Okay. It's, gotcha. a, it's a security deposit. But I could be wrong. Hmm. I'm kind of speaking very confidently. But I'm, Okay. We should say that none of us uh, work in the court system. That's no. right. Uh, none of us are lawyers. <laughs> I don't think any of us... I didn't take a class. Oh, actually, I did take a criminal justice class um, or a family court class, something like that. I don't even remember what the fuck the class was now. <laughs> you can't even name the class. I have you a family. Anything. I, I have a family friend who's a lawyer, and he's very disappointed in me right now. Family that law. has nothing to do with the show. He just did. So. <laughs> it was a family law class. I actually liked it. I wrote a paper on one of my one of my final papers was citing liar, liar. <laughs> oh wow. Oh man, I gotta find that paper. You just cited my cousin Vinny, the most accurate lawman oh, of all time. I most definitely brought up my cousin Vinny. Nice. Yeah, um, that's where my, the extent of my law knowledge comes from. Liar, liar, my cousin Vinny, uh, and now Veronica Mars because I've been through that series. Mm-hmm. They, they literally watch my cousin Vinny in law schools, like because again, it, it is considered the most accurate law movie of all time. <laughs> so you might be a third of the way to being actually being able to pass the bar. Yeah, sounds good. I'm in for it. I got nothing else to do right now. <laughs> All right. American Samoa. Yeah. And then they're, they, after they finish the uh, counting, uh, this is extra. So it's, I guess it's Jimmy's hundred thou. Hundred grand. Uh, minus the, minus the, the, the bills that he lost in the desert last week. I'm, 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 I'm if he didn't collect or, and he or whatever yeah, he, he used to spend that, spend the, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. get, get drinks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah true. I guess true. Mike probably had, a few bucks on him. They, Mike was he, very prepared. Yeah, probably yeah, had money on him too. Yeah. Had, yeah. Clothes on yeah. Him. Uh, so, I mean, that's also an interesting point that Jimmy just threw the bags up there. He's owed a hundred thousand dollars. He didn't go into that bag, take out the hundred. He was just he like, here's everything. Yeah. yeah. He's not even thinking about it. Um, so he's just I had a mission accomplished. And yeah. I did it. Yeah. This is extra. Okay. <laughs> uh, so Lalo Lalo comes out uh, immediately questioning him. Why did it take so long? What's going on? You might you must have quite That's a story. story. Yeah, it's it's good spirited questioning. He's not like being super confrontational, but he is being. But just that's like, the way Lalo is. That's, that's the way he exactly, is. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The problem is he is Mr. Cool yeah. as a cucumber. It's a disarming. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We'll get we'll get back to that later. Yeah. Yes. Lalo. All right. <laughs> so. Yeah, you must have it. You must have quite a story. Mm-hmm. Um, he tells him. I feel like at this point, which of you can summarize Jimmy's story for me? 
Uh, the story he had... that he tells, that he tells uh, Lalo, no less than four times. He had car trouble. Mm-hmm. He just left the car. He grabbed the bags, the heavy bags. He walked north. He spent the night somewhere. I think I missed that detail of the story. I mean, because clearly he did, but I don't think he yeah. went into details of the camp. He didn't go into detail about that. He didn't no. want to hitchhike because of the money. Because of the money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, he found a gas station mm-hmm. the next morning, and then that was it. And right? called a cab. And called a cab. Got new clothes. Stocked up on energy drinks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the more he tells the story, the more minor details yes. get added to it. Which I feel like is probably something Mike coached him on because mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. you have a story, if you keep saying it exactly the same way over and over again, it sounds like you're making it up. Yeah. But if you go, oh, and, oh, I forgot to tell you I drank my pee, then right. they're like, oh, okay. So like every time you tell a story, if you add a little more detail or change a little more detail, it seems more plausible. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know who could have benefited from Mike's coaching? Carol Baskin from yeah. Tiger King. No, uh, like okay. you're on the wrong podcast. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> welcome back to the Tiger King podcast. <laughs> um, we watch prestige television, Michael. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't recommend it. It's uh, it doesn't. <laughs> oh. it doesn't oh. give you. Uh, it's a it's a wild story, but okay. it doesn't give you faith in in human beings. Yeah, that's not the, one of those. Yeah, I, I've heard the story <laughs> by now, like secondhand. Expecting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, they're the only documentaries I like to watch. Um, <laughs> ones that make me uh, fear for the world. All right, so yeah, that's his. That's his story, and he's sticking to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, as he's leaving, though, uh, as he's headed back to his to his car, uh, you know, you got your money. Might want to buy the wife something really nice. And Jimmy's just like caught off guard, like, mm, mm, what? The wife? Yeah, she came to really see me. Looker. Yeah, she's a real looker. Um, really married up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you're really kicking, what did he say? Like reaching, reaching that far up, something like that. Yeah, um, that far up. Yeah, nice work. Being it show. Yeah. Which is terrifying. True. But true. Yeah. But true. Yeah. yeah. So again, in his disarmingly charming yeah. kind yeah. of way letting you letting him know i know you have a wife i know more than you think i know I and i've got some power i know what I she looks like yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah have yes. a good night mm-hmm. <laughs> bye <laughs> bye <laughs> okay thanks it's, bye it, it's a nice tactic too how and how you know reflexive it is or whatever to if Jimmy is lying to him, I like the kind of message. Of, I don't like it, but it's more just like, I respect the way he kind of delivers the message. It's like, hey, here's the stuff that you didn't want me to find out, and I totally know it. So yeah. um, <laughs> if there's anything else you don't want me to find out, I'll probably figure that out too. Yeah. And I didn't even go looking for it. I was no. just yeah. in prison, and it came to me. Yeah. Oh. I like Lalo. I like the actor. He's so good, right? Yeah. I feel like we've been like, taking it for granted this year. <laughs> yeah. He's I'm really rooting for him. I'm rooting for him. He's got something. <laughs> I see myself <laughs> in him. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So we go back to Kim's place. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kim is, is helping Jimmy get cleaned up. And we see his back. It is uh, mm-hmm. cut, bruised, and burned. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Kim wants him to go to the hospital. He kind of dismisses that idea. He jumps into a nice, soothing oatmeal bath. Cream yep. of wheat? Oatmeal yeah. bath? <laughs> what was it? Cream of wheat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and he walked through the desert alone for 36 hours is what he is, is telling her. Yes, alone. All alone by yeah. myself. <laughs> yeah. Just like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's yeah. the ticket. Uh, and there's yeah. this moment of silence between the both of them where they're both kind of looking at each other like, you did something. I, you know what, like, there's this weird tension, I feel like, between them that she wants to know more about the desert and he wants to know about Lalo and they're both not giving it up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I can't remember if it's in this scene or later on, but she says, as she's not probing for details, but asking him for, for more, like, more of what's going on. And she even says, like, it has nothing to do with our deal. I just want you to know... Yeah that I'm, I'm here for you. If you want to talk, let's talk. Yeah. Cause she yeah. can clearly see like he is kind of shell shocked. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that's two scenes from now. Yeah, yeah it is. Uh, but she does say to him, uh, was it worth it? Yeah. Yeah. Which I thought spoke volumes. Yeah. But he also brings up Lalo cause he says, is there something you want to tell me? Yeah. And she says, but, and yeah, is there something you want to tell me about Lalo or, and she's like, oh, yeah, I went to go see him. And he's like, don't, don't you do that. You don't see him. He's my client. You're, you're in not, the, you're you're not in the game. game. And she's like, game? What the? She hasn't watched The Wire. So she, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he admits that he thought he was going to die in the desert. But the thing that got him through was knowing that she was there waiting for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. Is it worth it? Or she's, is it worth it? Go look in the uh, go look in the bag. The one on the the chair. Go 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 see. Mm-hmm. Did you find it? She sees all the money. Hundred dollar bill. Living room. I yeah. can't pay the. I can't pay the. <laughs> on the yeah. chair. Yeah. Yeah, I know what bag you're referring to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she she finds the money. She roots around a little bit more and finds the world's second best lawyer travel mug, mm. which has a bullet hole through it. And we have that oh. great shot of yeah. her. We get yeah. two shots through bullet holes this episode. We do, yeah. Yes. Bullet hole sh- point Which of I felt like was one or two too many. <laughs> or never enough. Yeah. Nah, never the enough first of- one, I felt like the first one was more was better than the second one. Wait, what Maybe was it? because of the angle of the second one, it didn't look like he got his head all the way down into it. Okay. And I was like, no way. Second one is Lalo in the ditch. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Lalo in the ditch, sorry. Lalo, Lalo in ditch. Yeah. Yeah, frankly, Lalo I don't need either. <laughs> this is good. Oh, I <laughs> Yeah, we, we used uh, Lalo and Snitch. Uh, yeah, so you see... A bunch of money, too. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, see she that? You can't really do much with. That's what it's Saul, all about. Yeah, Saul touches yeah. that in uh, Breaking Bad. You can't really just do much with $100,000 in cash. Yeah, you got to launder it. Yeah. Or, yeah, you, or you, have, you have to... I think you can deposit it $9,000 at a time. I think if you go... Once you go to $10,000, then they have to talk, call the IRS. Oh, really? What oh. if he were to bill uh, bill Lalo for hours as his attorney? Uh, maybe, but it's still okay. cash. Any sort of deposit above $10,000, $10,000 or above, they contact the IRS. And this is from, I learned this from both Fargo, the, the series, and, the most recent season, and, and a friend of mine uh, rents out a, a house 
and ended up with $12,000 cash went to deposit it. And it turned into a whole thing. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, you have to, you have to do it like $9,999 and then yeah. the rest. Mm. <laughs> Otherwise they contact the IRS. Okay. I think that comes up in the latest season of Ozark uh, as oh, well. Oh, really? Okay. Because that has yeah. all, like, if you like Breaking Bad, <laughs> yeah. if you like Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Eh, it's okay. I like Ozark a lot. All right. Um, I saw the no, first I meant, I meant I was going like Breaking Bad, eh, it's all right. <laughs> it's, um, it's no, I, I felt Let's like Ozark was okay. Okay. I like it. I think like it. it's Breaking Bad. I like Laura no. Linney. Yeah. She's I pretty like great. Jason Bateman in the right role. Yeah. He's good. All right. So <laughs> back to the show we're talking about. Back yeah, to the right. show we're talking about. <laughs> and not about banking. Just yeah. as a, just as a side note though, I think did, 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 do you think that whenever someone does deposit nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine dollars, like the teller just goes like, We know what you're really doing. Yeah. <laughs> they must. Legally, right? They can't do anything about it. Yeah. They just can't. But take a penny out of their pocket and deposit <laughs> it with it. Mm-hmm. Sorry, person. $9,999 and below. Yeah. <laughs> Probably check in their pockets for pennies when they clock in at the beginning of the day. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. All right. So we're at Poyos now. Uh, and Mike is debriefing Gus on exactly what went down. Yeah. And he says uh, that... The guys had a tattoo that he's seen before and a job back east <laughs> on maybe Philly and says that it's maybe Colombian and Gus wants him to draw it for him. And it's basically an hourglass with a line through it. <laughs> I'll just say it made me panic when he was like, draw it for me because like, I would have been like, Oh no, <laughs> I can't draw. It's drawing things. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. And I, I have this, um, on a, on a notepad, um, on my phone and I added that to like sketch ideas is draw it for me, but the guy can't draw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the thing I, I said out loud. I was like, Oh God, if anybody asked me to do that, I, I just, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't yeah, know so what to do. It's basically an hourglass with a, a line through the, the middle and Gus has this look like he knows what's, what's up. And he calls up Eladio or is that, Balsa. Balsa, yeah. Balsa, uh, Eladio's yeah. the big guy. Yeah. Uh, Balsa's like the cool. lieutenant or whatever. Greek. Right, yes. Um, so he calls up uh, Juan Balsas and informs him that Le- Lalo is out and now headed south. And uh, Balsas says that, well, looks like all the bad luck you've been having is now behind you. And Gus was like, bad luck? What are you talking about? What are you talking about, Balsas? And uh, he says, oh, you know, the arrests, the fire, other things. Um, All the other things. Yeah. That diarrhea you had a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And Gus is like, yeah, I think our best weeks are ahead of us. We'll be our best yet. And um, he hangs up and says he was the one behind the attack. I knew and, it. And this is where I got a little confused, but I think I got it now. But I want to hear from you all. Why was Bolsus the one behind the attack? Because he didn't want uh, Lalo to come back. He wanted him to stay in prison. Mm-hmm. So he's trying to stop that because he didn't realize that this was all set up for a specific reason, I guess, right. to kill him. So he doesn't want him there. They mm-hmm. don't want him in New Mexico. Nobody wants this guy Yeah, is what's yep. going on here. Yeah, that was, that was my impression follow. as well. Yeah. yeah, not my first impression, but I got there. Um, <laughs> And Mike says, okay, well, if that was him helping, ooh, 
Yikes. Yeesh. <laughs> Yeesh. And he's, he pulls his skin neck. Yeah, yeah, his yeah. His neck skin. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> his neck skin. That's, that's not, it's not too helpful. You nearly got people killed, but he doesn't know. He's just trying to keep the, uh, protect the business as, as mm-hmm. Gus, as Gus says. Uh, and Mike, as he's leaving, kind of turns around and is like, ah, just one more thing. Uh, <laughs> Mike, <laughs> Mike suggests cutting Nacho loose, but Gus says, nah. It'd be good to have him uh, working for the opposition. And um, Mike pushes just a little bit more, saying something along the lines of uh, fear is not the motivating factor. He got a gun to his father's head. And what is it that Gus, Gus says about the dog? He says, a dog who bites every owner he has ever had can only be disciplined with a firm hand or be put down. It's cold. It's cold. Ouch. That's it cool. Because I is. feel like some dogs, you know, if you just love them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Brian's shaking his head no. I'm <laughs> not a dog guy. I, yeah, put that dog down. <laughs> I, just don't need, I don't need dogs in my life. That's all I'm saying. Wow. <laughs> I'm not wow. saying put all Hot dogs take. down. I'm just saying I don't, I don't need dogs. It's not a, I'm not a dog guy. Okay. All right. I think I've never been either, more so frightened for what's going on, going to happen with Nacho than I have been in that moment. Honestly, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. Have you ever had a scary cold. dog barking at you though? And <laughs> you know the dog, <laughs> and the owner's like, "Oh, he just wants to be friends." That dog doesn't want to be friends. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, I feel we the same. Talk after I feel the, the same way. No, your dog, way is your dog incident. I feel the same way with Mike just said. Yeah. All right. So desert. He got barked at by a dog. Mike. Uh, taps out. He knows not to kind of push too much more or at no more at all. He said he he did his part. He pushed just enough and got told no. So he's out of there. All right. So we go to Nacho's place uh, and he is updating. Uh, he's saying he's just letting him know what Lalo is going to do, which is just say goodbye. Uh, I'm going to drop him off. Uh, he told me where to where to leave him and. That's it. Uh, and he kind of probes just a little bit more. Okay, and after after he's he's down there, that's that's it, right? We're it's, we're done with him. Like that's it. <laughs> and uh, Victor's like, shut up. Do what you mind, tell. Mind, yeah, mind your mind. He goes M Y O B. Yeah, mind your own business. <laughs> mind your business. Mind your business. You don't know me. You don't know This is my business. <laughs> yeah. This, this is this is my business. Um, <laughs> so Jimmy and Kim making breakfast, and yeah, yeah, Yikes. yeah. And she's she's um, I'm fascinated by Kim's reactions in this episode because, like, you would think that you wouldn't necessarily expect that she would confront him, but you would like she doesn't. She, she, if anything, she sees the evidence of what Jimmy's doing. And instead of getting angry at him, she just throws herself more into trying to help him any way that she can. And I thought that I, I, I love how the show can surprise me basically. And, and part of it's because I think that sometimes I have a limited imagination, but it, <laughs> it, it, it insists on giving you not the scene that you expect to see, but the scene you do need to see mm-hmm. to, 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 to kind of, 
deepen the deepen and enriching the characters i feel so so she's ma- she's not just making breakfast she's making like the best breakfast ever basically like it's well, you know it, i also feel like she's making she's doing what he did when she got in that car accident mm-hmm. i felt like it was yes. very reminiscent of that but she's not yes. as good at do at the kitchen stuff as he is yeah. where he like made her eggs and like all of this stuff. And she's like, uh, do you want me to try an omelet? Like, which I thought that's was a, very funny because I'm also very bad at making eggs for some reason. That's a um, great, great point. I didn't uh, yeah, quite make that I connection. felt like it was her trying to kind of mimic that when she was in a trauma and then how he treated her afterward. And then, so she's trying to mimic that, but not good, good at it. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know how to work the juicer and she doesn't know how to cook an omelet. Yeah. But she wasn't necessarily bad at it. No, no, no but she no. wasn't well, how, as good at it as yeah. she's just not comfortable in there. Sure, sure. A for effort, one hundred percent. Yeah. So she's uh, smushing some juice, and uh, uh, some of it kind of splashes. And during this, with the noise and the yeah. motions, yeah. Uh, Jimmy is just like flashing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not a psychologist, but there's definitely some shell shock PTSD yeah. going on here. And uh, once um, that. Yeah, oh good. well, yeah, it, it definitely is, but, but it's also it's reminiscent of um, if you remember all the way back in like the very second episode, after um, uh, after um, the legs, to, yeah, the legs basically of the, the the skateboard kids, and like he goes out to dinner the next night, and like just the breaking of the breadsticks just gets uh, yeah, on. Yeah, 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 right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then the uh, splash from the juicer just kind of. Puts him over the edge because that kind of, if uh, if I'm stretching a little bit, was blood like the splatter. blood, yeah, the blood splatter uh, on his shirt, um, and then he just <laughs> knocks him off the chair, basically. Yeah. Uh, cereal all over the place. Um, Kim springs into too. action, help out. Yeah. What was that? Broken bowl too. Oh, yeah. And he says, yeah. uh, "My stomach is just not ready for this yet." Yeah. Which I don't even think had any reference to the cereal. It was more like he wasn't ready to be a friend of the cartel. Yeah. 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 Amiga del Cartel. Mm. Poor Jimmy. All right. So Jimmy and Kim, again, uh, we're getting a little foot bath. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kim is, uh, she's... Taking she a day doing? off. Oh, she's, it's like, I, I have here, Kim is taking off, but I was like, what is she taking off? What's going on? Did I miss something? Uh, yeah, <laughs> she's taking the, <laughs> yeah, she's taking the day off. Thank you, Brian. Uh, <laughs> And uh, they're watching a movie. Uh, did anybody catch which movie this was? They're watching His Girl Friday. Yeah. yeah. Yes, His Girl Friday. And Jimmy is kind of zoning out uh, and is startled by the uh, vibration of the phone. Mm-hmm. And it's a call from one of his clients. Uh, something's changed. And he says, I can't today. But they press whatever's, whoever's on the other line. And he is like, fine, I'll, I can do it. I'll be there in 45 minutes or so. And Kim tries to get him to stop. You can just get a continuance. No, he goes. Uh, so if he's going, then she's free to go into <clears throat> work now too, which and she does. this before he left, she, this is where she said, I, kn- I know you're lying and I know that something terrible happened in the desert and I'm Got not it. telling you, you have to tell me, but yeah. I want you to know that I'm here for you if you need to talk. Right. And I have, there's no judgments. Got it. Yeah. And that's when he says, oh yeah, and there's no judgments. Okay, well, I drank my own. <laughs> yeah. So that's it. So yeah. that's that. And we'll never talk about it again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then we go to Kim at uh, Schweiker and Copley. She goes into work. Uh, 
kind of sees very quickly that things were okay without her. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, half a day off and it didn't burn down. No, everything is okay. We moved it up. You weren't going to be here. And bada bing, bada boom, business was done. Uh, and their plan is now to write letters for to a planning board for somewhere, someplace. And uh, she's dictating notes and getting increasingly distracted. She kind of looks over at the um, framed photo uh, from her and letter from her one of her pro bono cases from a couple seasons ago, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and the letter she's dictating is about a six and a half foot encroachment. Like it could not matter. <laughs> yeah. 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 This thing that made such a huge change someone's young girl's life. life. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The wonderful uh, position. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah. And then she just puts things down, goes to the hallway, asks to talk to Rich. Uh, everything okay? Yeah. Nothing bad. Go to my office. She quits on the spot. Yeah. And goes to her office, grabs some things, talks to her um, assistant. And her assistant is a little, isn't quite uh, up to speed on this because it just happened. Because no one is. No one is. And (laughs) uh, she shakes her hand and says good luck and she's out of there. Not before going back to the office, grabbing that um, cork, that lid cap. Yeah. And uh, that they got, I think it was during the Ken Wins uh, ruse. Yup. Yeah. When she was Giselle, right? When she was Giselle. <laughs> what was the what was the liquor? Tequila. It was tequila, but it's a, it's a made up brand, and I always forget the name. Mm. Yeah, I forget it. It came in like a blue yeah. bottle, I think. But you got to sip that shit. Yeah, got to yeah. sip that shit. <laughs> got to sip it. All right. Um, it, was it sand something? I, it started with a Z. It's killing me. I feel like Zima. Wait, no. <laughs> it was a bottle of Zima. I feel like I, I had a better handle on the name of that alcohol than I did on Victor and Tyrus. So now I can't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're at uh, Casa Tranquila. Yes. Lalo and Hector, and I don't know. They have a nice relationship. Thank you. It's a Thank nice you. relationship. I feel like Hector's going to be missing something when Lalo leaves because he doesn't have any, like people don't talk to him like the same yeah. way. People yeah. aren't looking out for him. Yeah. yeah. And no one's coming by to talk that kind of business. No, uh, that's likes- what he's interested yeah. in. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the, What was that? And cake. And cake, and cake yes. Um, <laughs> although he will probably be better hydrated. I'm just going to say it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Be better hydrated. Is he K? He'll get all that. Now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he's letting him know that he's going to be away for a while until the heat dies down, which it always does. Uh, and Nacho will handle things until Tuco gets out in 11 months. Mm-hmm. I know he can be a little bit of a hothead. That's our Breaking Bad timeline, I thought. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's season two. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I'll be whispering in Don Eladio's ear. <laughs> yep. He's going he's gonna to hate Fring by the time I'm done with him. And everything that Fring has will be ours. Yep, 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 yep. Go get that cake. Yeah, and then we leave Sad Hector. Oh, and he says one last thing to him. Uh, family is everything. Yeah. Yeah, but he which says is true. Fam first. Uh, yeah, Sad, Sad Hector first. is left in the hat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Oh. Maybe the last time that we see him, or that that Hector sees Lala. We don't know for yes. for sure. Maybe the last time. 
we'll yeah. see. That's what it seems like. Where a lot of people don't want Lalo to be alive, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're out and about. Yeah, yeah. I, it, it honestly could be the last time that we see Hector if we don't have that connection to it really could be. Yeah, um, Lalo. I mean, unless mm-hmm. well, Tuco has him though in Breaking Bad. We oh, well, I, I just him. mean, but not dead, but. No, I know, we... but uh, like Tuco was taking care of him in the desert for some mm-hmm. reason. <laughs> but that's assuming we see Tuco. Yeah, yeah, I guess it depends show. on what part of the business we see next season. Yeah, if yeah. we yeah. see Tuco, if where the timeline's going to be for the story, mm-hmm. goes out now. Who knows? Yeah, when this season will ever uh, come? Yeah. yeah. Oof. With yeah. coronavirus, who knows? Yeah, I wish they would have done shot like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all Zoom virtual backgrounds with them kind of fading in and out of it because none of them quite have the best computers. Uh, I don't know, so, guys. I just feel like the tension's not there this season. I don't know what's 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 going on. I'm missing the connection. Yeah. Uh, so Lalo and Nacho, Nacho uh, drives him to Mexico. Oh, before I before we leave uh, Casa Tranquila. Uh, I should say, actually, I believe this is one of the first times I've ever caught this, actually. But ever since the um, the copyright on Happy Birthday expired and, and shows are allowed to use the, word, use the, the Happy Birthday song, like we hear it here, which a couple years ago would have been unthinkable because of how expensive huh. it is. Hmm. How about that? I thought that, that yep. was a thing. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's a nice pickup. Nice pickup, Michael. <laughs> uh, so we go to... Birthday, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, we can sing it on this podcast too. We can. We can close with that. Yes. (laughs) Uh, The we're at court where Jimmy. It it basically cuts out everything that happened, and we're seeing the aftermath of court, Mm -hmm. which is not good for Jimmy. Jimmy, He was not ready. No. Yay! Following him out. Totally whiffed. Just. Just railing into oh him my about how God. awful he ha- he did. Where he had a case that he could she absolutely could have won, and de- defeated, uh, snatching defeat from the jaws of victory is what. <laughs> yeah, and and they're going to study this in hallway. school. Yeah. yeah, and it reminded me of season one when Jimmy was following him down the hallway with all of the like arguing cases, mm-hmm. and like he wasn't really responding to him. But yeah, he, yeah that he was. Follows- he follows him down the hallway and then Jimmy goes into the stairwell and he like <laughs> doesn't follow him, but like he puts his face up in the window and like still continues to taunt him. It's like one scene away from like a Simpsons gag where like yeah. I wanted Jimmy to like walk outside the courtroom and like, he calls him on his cell phone. He gets in his car and then he's just like, and then in and the backseat, <laughs> in the backseat or he's, or he's following. He's just turn your window down. Yeah. Anyway, let me tell you more about how bad you so bad. comes home. He's sitting by a lamp, turns it on. Mm. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I just want you to know, I don't think less of you. You're still a lawyer. (laughs) What a jerk. You have to change your name again. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Fucking jerk. See, and and, and I I love how very specific that guy is in his jerkitude because he's not a clever jerk. He's just a jerk. Like a clever person would like let the put down just sit when he just says, hey, just don't worry. I don't think any less of you. Yeah, <laughs> like 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 he would he could just leave it, and that would be like clever and way more cruel because it takes you a second. Instead, he's basically just like, "No, I gotta I gotta gild this Lily because otherwise he's not gonna get it." It's like mm-hmm. not clever, dude. You're not clever. He didn't respond at all. Like, yeah. like after that, like, he clearly doesn't he get me. that I'm needling it. <laughs> yeah, huh. 
I'm just going to repeat it. Let me repeat it. <laughs> Did you hear that one? I think that was my best one. <laughs> uh, yeah, poor Jimmy. Poor Jimmy. So he goes outside. He gets in the car with Mike. Uh, Do you have something, Brian? I was just say how he said that law students are going to be learn- <laughs> yeah. learning oh, about the Goodman debacle. Yeah. There's uh, he a goes title for me. <clears throat> into the car with uh, <clears throat> Mike. And is basically the gist of that conversation is Jimmy wondering when he's going to feel better, when he's going, he's going to be over this. And Mike says it's different for every person, a week, a month, a year. How, what about for me? I don't know. I just can tell you that one day you're going to wake up, you're going to be eating breakfast or showering, whatever the hell he's saying. And you're going to notice that you're not thinking about it or you haven't thought about it. And that's when you'll know that, you can forget it. I also thought that was interesting because that's kind of a, one of the things Stacy had said in that group meeting last season where she said, I woke up, I got ready, I did all of these things. And then halfway through the day, I went, oh my God, I didn't think of Maddie at all today. Yeah. And like, it was just almost word for word yeah. what she said. <laughs> yeah. And it was about, you know, losing a person instead of, I guess, losing your well, trauma. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But she, she felt it as a negative, losing yeah. him. Right. And this is a positive to lose the, rem- the memory of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jimmy is not feeling great. Uh, we did all of this to, <clears throat> to help Lalo, to help Lalo. Uh, he killed uh, Fred What's-His-Face. And he's not in the game. He's what not, are we yeah. doing? Yeah, what what about we, Fred? How is this right? And it's yeah. just, well, you know, you, you've made your choices and they put you on a road and then you think you can get off now, but you can't. You already made your choices and that's what led us to the desert and that's what led us to right now. Yeah, it was not a random collection of events. It was one choice to one choice to this choice and here we are. Um, and then Mike assures him that it was all part of a bigger plan for Lalo. This not the end of the story. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and Jimmy's like, wait, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? And he <laughs> screeches off. Um, yeah. And, oh, he does say one more thing, uh, which is like, a, of all of the people in all of the world, I can't believe the only person I have to talk about this with is you. I don't know. I feel like Mike is... Mike's a good person to talk to. I feel like, yeah, because I feel like he doesn't really judge you about a lot of shit. And mm-hmm. he's been he's seen a lot it all. Of shit, yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. he understands this nonsense. Yeah, but he, he's a little bit like talking to a wall. Like yeah. he, you're only getting so much back from, from Mike. Or just like a cold grandfather. Yeah. He's yeah. like, I was in the war and I don't <laughs> talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm sure Mike <laughs> appreciated that line being thrown at him. He's like, yeah. You got me there. We're not a great... uh, Yeah. Yeah. Mike's thing is he's sympathetic, but he's not comforting, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. He desperately wants to talk about this with Kim, and of course he can't. So it's just, it's, yeah. Yeah. So we go to Nacho and Lalo. Mm -hmm. Uh, We reach the drop-off point. He's getting... At the well, yeah. And uh, he's giving him kudos on the, uh, hey, that fire you set, mwah, it, was a thing of, it was a thing of beauty. Kids are going to be learning about that fire in a drug cartel school. 
Um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, Nacho's just like, Nacho is itching to just fucking leave him there. Like, uh, I just you go want me to, home. Want me to wait? <laughs> uh, you need me to wait? Oh, you okay. No, you sure? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So he's pulling up or about to pull off and then knock, knock, knock. Because um, you see Lalo standing there thinking, can't be I good. Was thinking, I thought of it too. <laughs> right when we got to that, I went, isn't he thinking they should have passed the car? Like I, as soon as they got to that, well, I yeah. saw that. Yeah. Yep. About six miles from the dropout point. Where is it? What's going on? What happened? Um, yeah. So he knocks on the door, wants to go uh, check it out. And cause Nacho asks like, what are we looking for? And Lalo finds the car. Uh, well, they and, stop. And, he, the and he, yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, before that, though, he kind of notices a disturbance in the dust, in yeah. the dirt. Uh, so, which, yeah, I guess, I guess everything is so still there that it's probably easier to spot some tire tracks. I guess, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, so he leaps. It's a pretty big leap. Yeah, pretty big leap. We saw, him, we saw him jump Very out athletic. of a ceiling. We made this guy's. This guy's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes, yeah. like <laughs> he is. Yeah. So he leaps down. It's kind of a six million dollar man, kind of. He's <laughs> a seven million dollar man. Oh yeah. Hey oh. That is that is wild. I'll see myself. Took me a sec. Took me a sec. Yeah. Well, we may have gotten our episode. The seven million dollar man. We got it. All right. So he's uh, rooting around the car uh, on the outside and finds that bullet hole. Ah, bullet hole that I could tell. Yeah. And mm-hmm. crawls back up. We're going back to Albuquerque. Oh, I thought we were done with this. But we're going <laughs> back. And uh, what and Nacho's yeah, like, his dinner what about, plans. Yeah, what, what, about, what about Marco and uh, Leonel? What, what are they? What, 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 what are they going to do? Can't we can't leave. Hey, settle down. I'll send them a fucking text message. Just yeah, drive. Because of a raven. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, fun, funny thing happened while watching this episode too. Um, I was um, I was following online like during commercials with like um, I think there was like a Reddit thread of like people reacting to the show like live, like in real time. And sometimes I'm just like, oh, this is kind of fun. And a lot of people were remarking on how like how short the acts were. And I was just like, oh yeah, they are kind of short. And this is kind of like an extra long episode. And then someone put a tweet up for like one of the producers of the show that was basically just like, hey, in case you're wondering there's a reason why all the acts up until 10 o'clock are so short this bit like tonight and just, and just made me go like, Hmm, interesting. We still have a long way to go basically. And apparently like the last 20 minutes of this are, is uninterrupted. That's interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But there were a lot of commercials. There were a lot of commercials. There was, it was, a scene. it was 26 minutes of commercials. And yeah. they were all about how we're all in this together. Oh, and that yeah, they're yeah. not touching your food anymore oh, like well, they yeah. used to do. Why were they touching our food so I much? I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait until those commercials are done. Right? Oh, mm-hmm. And people go back to touching my food. Yeah, That's I it. want people yeah. to touch my food. <laughs> Touch right. my pizza after it comes out of the oven, please. I want <laughs> you to go, yep, it's done. So we, before we move on to this next wonderful end of the show, mm-hmm. um, I've griped about Lalo since we first met him. Is it about his hair? No, I love his hair. <laughs> He's got a beautiful, beautiful head of hair that I yeah. envy to no end. Same here. Uh, <laughs> he has always seemed to me as... 
uh, like a villain on a piece of paper. He's he's so like he's charming. He's figuring everything out. Uh, he can jump from tall buildings in a single bound. He's, <laughs> he's like a cartoon villain. He's so unrealistic in the show that I get. I mean, the whole show is a little. It's heightened, of course, but yeah. it's it's grounded so much. And Lalo has always felt very two dimensional to me. That it's always just bugged me that up. Oh, Okay, he's all like his his gears are always moving, but he's got that smile on his face, mm-hmm. and he's, he's disarming him with his charm. He's just too perfect. Um, yeah, the only time we see him is in those interactions. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't really seen him do too much outside of those nice moments where he's with those nice moments, air quotes, with uh, Hector talking about the business of things and seeing that a little bit more tender side. So he's not a very well fleshed out no character so i can i can see that i can see that yeah Yeah. um still like him he's so charming (laughs) he does also make you wonder about the family tree that could somehow produce both lalo and tuco (laughs) yeah 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 lalo or uh tuco is definitely a little further down on that tree it's a withered vine yeah they're all psychopaths (laughs) they're all yeah they are yeah but they're like four different kinds of cartoon villains uh, Hector's a cartoon villain. The, mm-hmm. yeah. the cousins are a cartoon villain. Yeah, Joe's a cartoon villain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Salamancas are all very one-dimensional. But Lalo's clearly a good cook, so that's who I would want to hang with. Yes, of yes. course. If given I, that, he would have made. Side. Yeah, and I feel like it could be beneficial in situations where you need somebody to talk your uh, your way out of a thing. Yeah. Like yep. I feel like he could do that. So mm-hmm. he seems like I don't know. Did you just always scared of him? In the back of your head, you're always like, he could, oh my, but he, he could, could turn on, if he turns me. on me, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like he, if he's not the same as Tuco or Tuco, you, he could think you're turning on him for something dumb because you wore a yellow shirt or something. <laughs> well, but no, like, I'm wearing a yellow shirt right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel it's like, tight, tight. Lalo, <laughs> Lalo tight, tight, tight. you have to, you have to do something, right? Yeah, because like, he's thinking, and he's always he's always he's a chess he's a chess mm-hmm. player. He mm-hmm. yeah. never moves ahead of you. Yeah. yeah. Whereas Tuco is more kind of a checkers kind of guy. Yeah, and I feel like Hector <laughs> is somewhere in between that, where Hector is he he also loses his mind and will kill you for no reason, but is always thinking as well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. and then the twin. I mean, the cousins are just pure They're just pure murder. Pure. Yeah. Yeah, your muscle and murder in fancy clothes. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, that's the second <laughs> for you. <clears throat> All righty. So we go to Kim and Jimmy mm-hmm. uh, back home. Jimmy's in bed. Kim comes home. They also both don't have a car now. I, I know. I yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to mention that. Yeah, because I was <laughs> yeah. just like, why is she taking a tax? Oh, it was their company oh, car. It was oh, right. Company car. His yeah. car is in a ditch. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So they have no car. But they do have a hundred thousand dollars between the two of them. Uh, yeah, it's just yeah. hard to go with a hundred thousand dollars cash and be like, I'll take that car. Is it? Mm-hmm. It is. It is. I is feel it hard like they pay be cash like, for a car. I feel like it would be. It might be easier to pay cash for a car than to take cash to the bank. Depends on the dealership you go to. Wow. Yeah. Plus, I mean, if you walk into the dealer with that amount of cash, they'll be like, oh, I'm going to upsell this thing because look <laughs> at all that cash. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's better than a check that's going to bounce. It's true. It's true. It's true. 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 Always take cash. Yeah. Uh, so she rolls up in a cab. 
goes inside. Jimmy's in bed. Uh, now they're up kind of talking a little bit. Uh, and she has the news. She, she says, I'll tell you later. Ah, tell me now. What's the, what's the news? And she tells him, and then they get into a big, a big thing about it. Um, what is, what is Jimmy's side of things? Jimmy's side of things is that he thinks that she, she was the epitome of success with what she was doing. She was able to be a partner at a very good law firm and also do her pro bono work on the side. And she had Mesa Verde and it was all this money, something she worked very, very hard to accomplish. And then she just gave that all away, decided to just do pro bono work, which is, you know, pretty work. Yeah. It means no money. <laughs> for the rest of your days. <laughs> it's a problem. Yes. No yeah, money, Jimmy, some problems, as they say. Jimmy, <laughs> uh, yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy's, Jimmy's saying this is too far too fast. Yeah. And she's saying, hey, I, I didn't understand Saul when you gave me Saul. And I, honestly, I still don't understand Saul, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm behind you. I'm backing yeah. you up. Right. Uh, you need to back me up. Mm-hmm. And he said, too far too fast. Yeah. It's a good name for a podcast episode if you're still thinking about names. <laughs> uh, too far too fast is pretty good. The Goodman debacle is <laughs> not bad. I like, but too far too, too, far, too fast. fast. It's the number two. <laughs> yeah. Far too fast. Like too fast, too furious. Uh, I, will, <laughs> I will throw them all into a randomizer. And uh, our family is everything, but the Spanish version, that's a good name. Yeah, good title. Yeah. Uh, familia is Toto. That's it's not exactly what he said, but I mean, he said if I said it, Spanish. they know what I would, they, they know what I meant. Yeah, you got to uh, say it all smooth. Like he did. Yeah. And grow mustache. And that if um, I do that, all the, why not just the rest of the hair too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Start with the mustache. <clears throat> uh, so during this so, conversation, they are, uh, Mike is calling. We don't know it's Mike at this yeah, point. Sure. Uh, it's just well, ring, ring, ring. Michael, what's yeah. up? Sorry, no, no. I just wanted to say, um, you know, before we get to the the main event here, I I, I just kind of wanted to say, like, I again, I was fascinated by Kim's reactions in this episode, and like, I always love it when a show can like make me think a thing, and then I kind of either get bored of that thing or be like, oh, but that's not the most interesting thing you could do. So I almost hope you're not doing that, you know. And for a while there, when Kim quits the firm, and up until they have this this argument. I was kind of thinking, is this Kim angrily reacting to Jimmy keeping secrets from her and deciding, okay, well, if you're going to do what you're going to do, I'm going to use what you're doing to buy the ability to do what I want to do, Um, which is kind of, um, you know, which is almost more of a kind of a Skylar kind of moment, honestly, in a way. That's not Um, Kim's style. It's not. It's not, and 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 I, that, that's why I was hoping that that it wasn't that. I was like, it can't be that, right? Um, and so when it becomes when 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 it crystallizes into this argument, I was really impressed with how, honestly, how not below the belt Kim ever really hits because like she does the Saul thing. She could have really, really done so much worse to him in this yeah. moment, and she doesn't. And I think that says so much about what she sees in him and how much she values there. I. I always hate it in any kind of show or movie where like the argument just kind of escalates way too fast. And like, it, it's tough to, it, it, it's a tough thing to describe, but it's the kind of thing where you're just like, I know people be people who like argue like this, but they don't, they get there in like 20 minutes, not like three seconds, yeah. you yeah. know, kind of thing, you know? And I, I really enjoyed how very, very 
thoughtfully structured and constructed this argument was and how Kim pulls many punches during it, basically punches you could have taken. And she, I feel like she was, this was her, her sort of like opening argument and, and she's, she's arguing this and she has all the facts on why she knows she can back herself up on why she did what she did, yes. even though it was like a rash decision. It, mm-hmm. She did think about it and she knows what she wants and she knows what she was doing. And I felt like she had an answer for everything. And she didn't bring it into, I feel like she, she didn't even want to almost bring him into the conversation where she's going, this is what makes me happy. And this is what I want to do. And you need to support me with that. And then, then it was, look, I supported you when you were doing something that made you happy that I didn't understand, but let, Mm -hmm. let me be me. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. And she said after she quit, she spent the day working with her pro bono clients at the courthouse and it was the best afternoon she's ever had. Yeah, yeah. didn't have that weighing over my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited uh, for this uh, change in careers for Kim. I think this is a great move for her. <laughs> yeah. Same. Yeah, same. Yeah. It's, it's going to work out great. I'm a little worried financially. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. Financially, it's, that's, that's how finances work. But, but it makes great – like it makes so much sense in what she's going through. Like the, the logic of it is – Wonderful. I love mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll figure out the money stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they're having this argument uh, all the while. Ring, ring, ring. Jimmy looks. Oh, and meanwhile, I'm sorry. We, we didn't touch on this part. Jimmy's giving Mike's speech about the bad yeah. roads. Yes. But he's doing it in the Inactly. way. Of, yeah. Of, Whisper of down the lane. Trying to read. Whispering down the lane. Trying to remember <laughs> everything. You went down a road. Purple monkey dishwasher. <laughs> and he's... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. He's misdirecting what the meaning of it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's yeah. like, literally just like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. That, uh, that choice, choice to lead the bad roads. <laughs> that choice road. Yeah. So uh, Sam, earlier you mentioned uh, that Mike was kind of using Stacy, what Stacy was saying. Yes. Right. Uh, and in, in the scene, Brian, uh, uh, what's his face? Jimmy is using what Mike was saying different things yeah but still advice show, is getting passed around a little bit this episode is all about the varying levels of which people can successfully internalize uh advice that they've been given <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah uh so okay, there's a phone rings. phone phone rings a couple times uh jimmy puts it down there's a knock at the door she kim goes to answer the door jimmy finally answers the phone and it's mike who basically says, uh, listen, listen very carefully, uh, put the phone down, leave it on, out of sight so I can hear uh, what's going on. Well, what's going on? And then there's that uh, moment where Kim just kind of turns and very coldly, like cold, scared look on her face uh, and says, Jimmy. So he goes, opens it up, and we got some Lalo. We got some Lalo at the door, uh, barbarian at the gate and uh, invites so, himself in. So chipper, too. Yeah. He's very yeah. chipper. Very, very chummy. In. He's mm-hmm. checking out their place. I feel like he's yeah. probably disappointed because I bet he thought that Saul lived in a bare place. <laughs> like, just the way he's looking around where I was just like, oh, how embarrassing. He lives in this small one-bedroom apartment. Well, he was, he was like, nice. Guys coming in. Nice. I like it. 
<laughs> nice, nice. Tapping nice. on the fish. Yeah. Oh, don't, 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 don't. It, it startles the fish, which I thought in itself was like, Jimmy, what are you doing? Let him tap yeah. on the fish. Yeah. <laughs> Let him tap on the fish. Wants. Who cares? <laughs> you can always get more fish. Let him tap. The fish is the least your problem. <laughs> yeah. Got bigger fish to fry. Am I right? All right. I'll show myself out. Uh, in a few minutes. All right. So yeah, he's in there. And then the gist of this is just Lalo wants to hear this story. I paid a lot of money for this story. I want to hear over and over and over again, exactly what happened. Uh, is that cat? That's the cat. cat. (laughs) (laughs) Is that Rocky? Yeah. Uh, I'm leaving that in. Everybody, that's that's Sam's Sam and Brian's cat, Rocky. Rocky the cat. Yeah. All right. So he wants to hear the story over and over again because things aren't quite adding up in his head, as they shouldn't, because Jimmy's lying. Uh, <laughs> and uh, finally gets to the point where, well, Jimmy keeps asking for Kim to, if Kim can leave. Kim, can she leave? She has nothing to she do with this. She was just on her way. Yeah. She's not <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. If we're using the phrase in the game. Yeah, she was just going to meet some friends. They're going to be quite, you know, wondering where she's at. Very suspicious. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't answer. Uh, no, he does. He says, nah, she can stay. Which no, is such he? a, yeah, he does. Which is yeah. such a really cool move to turn <laughs> what sounds like a blessing into a very, very, you know, easily like an obvious threat you know but like in a very like very copacetic kind of way like nah she can stay why would she want to leave yeah leave all this (laughs) yeah (laughs) for the book club yeah so he just keeps pushing sits them down pushes some more they get up again yeah tell me again tell me again tell me again paid a lot of money for the story tell me again and then kim jumps in and pushes him again, Michael. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, before she does, though, he, um, I, I like the, um, like you said before, Jimmy keeps adding details every time he tells the story. Right. But they're always like more pathetic details. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they're always just like, oh, the bags were so heavy, or like it's the second time that he mentions that he drank drank his own pee, mm-hmm. or you know, like just the um, or just the the guzzling down the sports drinks and like just, right. and and it's almost like it's almost like Jim Jimmy Jimmy really does not understand what he wants. And he's basically just like, do you want the parts where like I suffered? Is that what you want? Like I'll, like pathetic yeah. and right. Yeah. Yeah. Unless that was a calculated move, like you said, Mike would clearly coach him to leave out the parts that you would normally leave out of an embarrassing, the embarrassing parts of a story. Mm-hmm. So as he's re- revealing details, it's stuff that I look like I'm hiding something. It is because I am hiding this thing I didn't want you to know. About I didn't myself. want you to yeah. know I drank I, my yeah. own pee. I didn't want you to know I stuck my head in the sink at a truck stop or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, poor Jimmy. Uh, but luckily, Kim jumps in. Mm-hmm. And uh, I also did not like where they were sitting because like Kim is over here and Jimmy's over there and yeah. Lala's in the middle. And I was just like, it, my heart was pounding <laughs> during this whole scene. Where yeah. I was like, oh God. It was so well done. Him? It's so well. Yeah. It's it, everything about it is so good. The performances, the staging, the direction, the, the, yeah, it, it's, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. And then we cut outside to another camera angle from Mike's sniper scope. Listening mm-hmm. in from the phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got his. He's got Lalo in his in his crosshairs. Yes, uh, he's well, following Lalo, Lalo where people are. Back to hit the fish again. Yep, 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 yep. 
important yeah. and him just being a which is just rude at this point he's already yeah. been corrected yeah <laughs> so it must be deliberate so yeah kim jumps in and says you know these are the exactly what he told me and he he doesn't lie to me and he's like shush, 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 shush. i want you to tell me again yeah Jimmy so what is it that you want what do you want yeah. Yeah, and I think he says, "Well, what do you, uh, tell me what happened? Uh, what did? What do you think? Ha- or he, I, Jimmy says something along the lines of, whatever, whatever happened is what you think happened. I did whatever you think happened. So that way, he's just kind of like, just then, just tell me. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm gonna, just going to suffer the consequences anyway. Just get it, get it the fuck over with at yeah. this point. I did whatever you're thinking. I did, I guess. Yeah, um, and." He finally finally comes out and says, uh, I found the car and it had bullet holes. How'd they, get, how'd they get there? Yeah, I found a car and that should have some bullet holes. So what's up? And Kim gives reasons for everything. Plausible yeah. reasons for, for everything. Uh, I don't know where you're from, but here in Albuquerque, <laughs> like here yeah. in Albuquerque, you throw a can down the street, it, someone's going to shoot at it. Um, so... If that's what this is about, you you have bigger problems than than Jimmy. Jimmy's not the one. Jimmy's not the one that can't be trusted. He carried seven million dollars in the desert, mm-hmm. did not steal a penny of it, risked his life, and dropped it off and got you out of jail. You don't have someone else to to do that. Like, get your house in order. Yeah. You don't have someone else that you can trust with this and you got to trust him, then you've got more problems than Saul Goodman. Yeah. And then the one other line, which I was kind of stunned myself that she added, where she <laughs> says that $7 million to get you out of jail for a murder that, let's be honest, yeah. everyone knows you fucking did. Yeah. 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 You fucking uh, murderer. I, I really love Jimmy. And then reaction. everyone in the room goes, yeah. 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 The fish really was like, ooh, shit. <laughs> shit. Ooh, ooh. Studio audience. Ooh. <laughs> um, no, I really love Jimmy's reaction too, because like he does react to it in the way of just like, oh, that was not smart. But yeah. he reacts in a way oh, that's basically skin? just like, well, no, but he reacts in a way that's very, it's very, very subdued, almost just like, I don't want Lalo seeing me react to that. You know, like, yeah. yeah. But this, really this well sort of argument to the way she kind of did this was very similar. I mean, not in the same amount of tension, but she did this with Chuck when Chuck kind of said stuff, like when yeah. he knew that Jimmy was lying about stuff and she, she, he brought it up to her and she was like, well, I don't know what you're talking about. And then argued all around it. And, and then when they got in the car, she goes, I don't want to hear it. exactly what happened (laughs) but it was it was a similar sort of like her just coming like she knows the law even better than than jimmy does and she can argue her way out of anything Mm -hmm. yeah she just shouldn't be put in these situations Mm -hmm. yeah so lalo then has a well during the kim kind of going at him he really only says one thing that i know of and that is like oh really when she says you need to get your house in order but then after that he just he's just silent taking it all in then leaves and the two of them breathe two of the most hesitant yeah unsure sighs of relief i've seen in television yeah 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 like to the point where they they don't know if these are we're we're sighing, we're relieved, but somebody can come through that door with guns any moment. Any exactly. at any moment. Yeah. That's it. We yeah. are so vulnerable. We yeah. are in the game. Yeah. 
Yikes. I, I, I love to what a, you know, very calculated, calculated, I guess, you know, risk Kim makes by, you know, kind of doing this thing. But I love how th- the more she gets a full head of steam, how indignant she gets. Yeah. <laughs> like the last thing she says to him is something just like, you know, like you need to get your house in order, order. You know, how about a, you know, how about a shell company? How about a, you know, like you've heard Wired. of the Cayman Islands, right? Yeah. Like Jesus, you know, like. Yeah, just get your shit together. Get your yeah. shit together. It's like. Haven't you watched Breaking Bad? Haven't you watched <laughs> Ozark? Yeah. Yeah, of the Cayman Islands. Get your shit in order. <laughs> yeah, which also could be another way that they use her. Uh, she's she's more knowledgeable than Jimmy on a lot of those sorts of things. She's a big corporate attorney. Yeah, uh, so that could very well be something that they maybe start using her for. Um, well, they're going to be very disappointed when they find out she's now a pro bono lawyer. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, we can't touch her. She's work. She's she. Guess she's we can't use her. Now. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they'll be very respectful of that rule. Yeah, yeah, I want to bring up, uh, did any of you read the email that I forwarded over? Today? Yeah. Um, I don't remember mm. seeing an email. Okay, nope, no no problem. Um, It's like being at work all over again. (laughs) I saw an email with uh, the Zoom uh, Yeah, I saw the email with the Zoom link. Uh, No, there was uh, an email I sent over from one of our readers uh, that was kind of, uh, positing that Kim only has one weapon in her arsenal when it comes to dealing with problems, and that's getting emotional. Which I eh, I don't know if I use the word that. emotional. It's, I, an, it's, it's an awfully it's kind of way, yeah. I would say argumentative, yes. which is more of like a lawyery term. Yeah, she, she argues things in an, in a lawyerly way. Right. I don't think emotional. Yeah, I yeah. I don't. Yeah, I, I see it as she gets logical, and the yeah. only emotion I feel from her is exhaustion at like this thing that she just constructed in her head and just spat out. You know, yeah, that's that's yeah. that's that's the feeling I got I, I got from her at the end of this. Basically, like she was on a roll, she was doing a really good job, and you almost you can almost see her get tired of like of doing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, like a let's cut the shit kind of argument. Yeah, yeah. which is the opposite of emotional. To me. Yeah, no, yeah. I, yeah, she is. She's much more logical than emotional. And I feel like, yeah, she was, she was exhausted too, I think because of one, all of the, Jimmy was gone for days and she was holding sure. that in and yeah. panicking about that. And then some guy coming in, a murderer coming into your home with a gun demanding God knows what you're, you know, I'm playing mind games with you. I think it was all just exhaustion at the end of that, but you're, it's, it is more logic and, and argumentative, <clears throat> but in a, in a scholarly way, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Legal, uh, legal way. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, thank you for your email, uh, Reginald. Uh, but to quote my cousin Vinny, as it was brought up earlier uh, from Judge Chamberlain, Ch- Chamberlain Holler, I believe it is, uh, that is a lucid, intelligent, well thought out objection. I do agree. Fred Gwynn. The great Fred Gwynn. Um, I do agree, though, that Kim has one major weapon in her arsenal, which is basically her ability to, uh, you know, elucidate in that manner, basically. And she's really, really, really good at it. Mm-hmm. Jimmy really is the world's second best lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So following that, Lalo leaves the apartment, goes in down. The to, what was that? In the crosshairs. Yes. he leaves. Yeah. yeah, he leaves, but is still in the sights. And goes into the car with Nacho, 
Nacho says, what now? Mexico. Same place. Nah. Change of plans. And then says, uh, let's go, Ignacio. We got a long way ahead of us. So where are they going? Don't know. I feel, I feel bad for Nacho, though. I mean, oh, man, yeah. he's been driving this guy around all fucking day. And then he's like, hurry up. Excuse me? I've been driving around all fucking day, dude. You hurry up. I dropped you off already. Yeah. Yeah, we drove the, done. Drove, came back. Now we're going right. further. Yeah. Now we gotta uh, go back there. So fucking hurry up. I don't know where everybody is in Mexico, uh, where Eladio is, where Bolsas is. Uh, I don't know if they're all in the same area. And yeah, then you have know. the uh Colombian hires. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe he's, he's going, maybe they're driving to Columbia, um, to get, maybe he's got uh, a little insight or a little, another Lalo intuition and they're going to f- try and find something out, out there. That's a long drive. Um, maybe he's going to Balsa. I don't know. Well, he doesn't know the Balsa. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't I'm know where maybe. everybody is. I guess we'll find out soon enough. Yeah. We shall. Several days from now. Oh man. Uh, so that is the that is the episode. That is the episode. Any stray thoughts? Anything that didn't come up? Fun things? Color commentary? Uh, no, I don't think I have anything to be colorful. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> then let's hit some winners and losers. Let's do winners first. What do you got? I probably never planned for. Yeah, me too. For some reason. <laughs> Winners. Winners. I'm gonna say Kim's pro bono clients. Oh, very nice. Very nice. I'm gonna go with Lalo uh, because he he got his money. Uh, people were trying to take him out, um, not get him out of jail, but everybody kind of worked together slash against each other to make it happen. Uh, and he got out, and uh, he thinks he thinks he knows what's going on a little bit, maybe. Oh, and I'm going to go with wherever that $7 million is going now that he's (laughs) he's not going back. So Mm -hmm. that bail's going, maybe it's going to some, you know, city projects, maybe office pizza party park, (laughs) but they'll build a new park or something. Hopefully, or even the school system, maybe some of that money will go to the school system. Uh, That is very Mm -hmm. optimistic. I, yeah, I'm going to be very optimistic. (laughs) It's going to go to the school system and free healthcare for underprivileged individuals. Oh, Uh, I love it. Yeah. School lunches. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. I'm going to say Lalo as well. I think uh, he really thinks he is up. Yeah. He's got a he's got a good hand. He thinks. Okay, what do we got for Lahu Zahers? Uh, I'm gonna go with Nacho. I think Nacho's. Uh, yeah. Nacho's yeah. butt. She was for all that driving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Michael. Yeah, I'm also gonna say Nacho because, like, I still can't get a read on now what Lalo thinks of him. Whether he's part of the group of people he can't trust or whether. This might even be worse. Like maybe Nacho is like the one guy that Lalo is just like you, you I trust. I'm just like if I were Nacho, I would have no idea which would be worse. Honestly, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I would probably say Nacho. Um, I'm gonna, okay. yeah, no, I'm done. Uh, I'm gonna go with Hector uh, as the loser of the episode because his one family member that we know of is leaving, uh, and having had experience with people in uh assisted living 
uh, man, they really count on people coming yeah. by to see them. Like this when they don't have that, they really get super distant and sad. Uh, mm -hmm. So poor Hector. Hector uh, Salamanca is, uh, I hope he really does enjoy those parties because that's all he's got looking forward to right now. Mm -hmm. Any other losers? I, I think Jimmy is a big loser. I yeah. feel like he yeah. flew too close to the sun and now he's, <laughs> he's uh, yeah, he's not happy. He thought this was going to be all money and champagne and expensive tequila and it's just awful. It's, all right. it's terrible. The uh, whole that's what I thought a friend of the cartel would be. <laughs> the, the, uh, the, the whole episode is Jimmy at his most pathetic, I think. Yeah. yeah. Quick, quick question. Do you think any major characters are dying in this final episode? And if so, whom? Who or whom? Whom? Uh, I think uh, we might. I think uh, Lalo might die. I feel like that's where we're leaning towards. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's going to be a cool death. Like he's going to like bite his way out of it a little bit, but I think good, he's going to die. A good death scene? Yeah, like a good death scene, like something fun where you think like where he starts fighting back. But uh, You think that's with the the bad, like the cartel folks or whoever? I think it's going to be with the cartel folks because I think that's what Gus is trying to set up. Okay, yeah. Yeah, what was the word he used? Unimpeachable? Yeah, unimpeachable. Yeah. Him, his murder, whatever happens to him beyond the border must be unimpeachable. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I think I agree that that's going to happen next week. Okay. But other, other than that, I'm not sure. I don't think so. Yeah. Aside from that, I don't think so. Not even Nacho. I don't think so. Don't yeah. Think so. I'm super curious what's, what's going to go down in this episode because if, if, uh, if Lalo is fully over the border – that the major threat, at least as it stands right now, to Jimmy and Kim is kind of off, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm yeah. real curious what's going, what's going to happen? And who, uh, who starts crossing paths and who may pop up or disappear? Mm -hmm. huh. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm any, gonna watch it. Yeah, we'll probably watch it. Yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm nine episodes in. <laughs> Might as well finish. Uh, anything to plug? What do you got coming up? I'm going to be Instagrams. in the uh, Oh, I have a quarantine game going. If anybody wants to send me an item, we have an iron throne in our living room, and I will take a picture of any item on the iron throne as long as it's in our house or like a costume or whatever. We have a lot of costumes and stuff. So, yeah, have fun. Uh, it's uh, on Instagram at on the iron throne. Yeah, it's a fun follow. And I got nothing to plug at this point, man. Yeah, Getting, okay. getting work, doing work, doing work, doing work. All right, Michael. Uh, Instagram at Henley1683, uh, I guess because I wanted a name that sounded like a Russian bot that got put together in like three <laughs> seconds. <laughs> I have no idea why I picked those numbers. I have no idea. But yeah, uh, yeah. it's just an egg. <laughs> it's just an egg. <laughs> uh, and also Twitter, Michael J. Henley. Yeah. Uh, this is Mike. You can follow me on all the things at Mike Marbach and go to watercooler.com for your ticket to our live show, uh, your free ticket to our live show on Tuesday, April 21st at 7 p.m. where we will discuss that season five finale and also other shows that uh, we have coming up, live shows for Killing Eve. I do a show called Study Hall, comedy inspired by lectures, which, we've, which has recently taken to do shows online. Really fun show. A lot of things to check out. So follow at Mike Marbach, M-I-K-E-M-A-R-B-A-C-H uh, on all the things to uh, keep up on all of that. And watercore.com. 
That's it. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Michael. Thank you all for listening. Goodbye. Sip that shit. Sip that shit.